Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. Hey, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to this session of the MLM Success Podcast. I hope you've had an awesome, awesome holiday. Uh, Today we're going to do something different. I was up this morning and going through my my morning routine and I had to uh, check on a couple of ads that we had going on Facebook and I accidentally ran across a message from Dan McCormick. and I watched the video, and it was actually of Nathan Rick's farewell speech, retirement speech, if you will, from New Skin. Uh, Nathan's been with them over 30 years and has, has built the dream that I believe that this profession is all about. I believe network marketing is a chance for all of us to develop legacy income, make a huge impact on the world around us in a positive way through learning the right skill sets as well as the right mindsets. And I was very impressed with this message. I wanted to share it with you guys this week on this podcast to try to help us all as we go into next year, be focused on the things that will really move our life and our businesses forward and staying focused and on the things that we need to be focused on and let all the other distractions go. Just let it go. Uh, It's just not worth it. Your time is the most valuable asset that you have, the time, energy, and effort that you spend listening to podcasts, for instance. And again, I'm so appreciative of you guys that listen and support this podcast and share it with other people on your team. It means more than I can explain or try to. But Dan's message said good days friends i rarely post such an event on my personal page however i felt compelled to acknowledge my sponsor he is the single most complete man i know in the history of the network marketing i've been knowing him he showed me that i could work hard and set myself free forever he traveled the globe at warp speed for 30 years he honored his wife and family like few ever have he had a laser light focus on duplication, consistency, principles, and services to others that is rare today. He said goodbye and is choosing to move on to serve people on a higher plane. I hope you get a glimpse of what I witnessed for 16 years working with him. I have been impacted and hope you will be as well. Uh, that's true. What was the word that I was 
edification. I was trying to remember, I think, last week on the podcast. But that's true from the heart edification. And uh, I think think you will really, really uh, appreciate this message, enjoy it. I hope you do. Uh, It's an absolute pleasure for me to try to get this into the marketplace through this podcast. We're calling this session Drifting Without a Decision. Thoughts become your destination. And this is the farewell speech of New Skin leader, Nathan Ricks. Enjoy, guys. Good morning, everybody. Nathan Ricks here. Uh, Happy Friday morning. It's the 28th of December. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas holiday with uh, your loved ones and family and friends from wherever you might be dialing in from or listening from. Grateful to have a few moments this morning to cover the uh, the prospects of goal setting and what it means to set goals, give you some examples from my own personal life, and uh, also to uh, let you know that this is the last uh, Facebook Live broadcast that I'll be doing. As you guys uh, are well aware, I'm uh, in the process of winding down my career at New Skin and retiring here. Uh, in the next uh, couple of months, got a few more meetings to do and success summits on the road. Australia, New Zealand, and Indonesia coming up in in February. And uh, this has been an amazing 30-year career for me. Phenomenal. Can't even describe the impact it's had on our family, on me personally, and the uh, opportunity to meet literally hundreds of thousands, probably millions of people around the world the last the last 30 years engaged in this career. So it's been a uh, phenomenal thing. A lot of people ask, well, what does it mean that you're going to retire? What it means is that in this business, uh, you build a team, you build a downline, you build a distribution channel, if you will, and uh, that channel consumes product on a daily basis and sells product on a daily basis. So what it means personally as far as income is concerned is it doesn't really change uh, our income. Our bonus check will continue to come in. We build a substantial, sustainable business all over the world. We've got thousands of trained leaders that are building great businesses themselves that will continue to grow and move forward. And that's the promise. That's the beauty of a business like this is that uh, you work hard that one time and you create a phenomenal base that generates volume, that generates uh, a commission check on a monthly basis that can sustain you for the rest of your life. And that's the situation that uh, my wife and I find ourselves in now. And so it'll simply be me uh, retracting, I guess you will, my full-time effort, my full-time activity, traveling the world, doing lots of meetings and presentations and webinars and freeway calls, which I've done consistently now over the last nearly 30 years. And uh, there's a time and a season for everything in life. And the time and a season has come for us to move on to other things in our lives which we hope to do um, providing humanitarian and church service uh, with our church here the next uh, number of years going forward. So that's our plan. Um, It's been phenomenal. And so with this parting broadcast, I want to cover something that has really been one of the big game changers in my life, and that is discovering the ability to set goals, uh, running across a little teeny uh, audio tape by Paul J. Myers, from the Success Motivation Institute out of Waco, Texas, and I got my hands on this, uh, how I don't know, uh, how I came in possession of this audio tape, but I did, 
And when I was 14 years of age, I plugged it into an audio player and listened to it for the first time. And uh, it didn't even seem real to me. It seemed uh, too good to be true. It seemed like magic, you know. It seemed like, what do you mean? You just need to, you know, visualize and think about what you want, write it down, read it every day, and it'll happen. How does that work? And uh, I did it. I actually wrote down a whole bunch of goals in a little booklet, a little bound booklet that I had. And I wrote down these goals, and I uh, looked back on them about uh, 25 years later when I was moving from one home to another. You know how that is when you're packing and unpacking. And I found this little book that I'd written all these goals in and when I was 14 years of age. And Paul J. Myers said, don't let anything stop you. Don't say I don't have enough money, enough time, enough contacts, enough resources, enough smarts. He said, none of those things matter. Just write it down and be specific and write it down and read it every day. And ultimately, that's going to happen. And those things have happened. Virtually every single thing I wrote down on that list when I was 14, just going crazy, just dreaming of anything you want to be, have, do, places you want to see, things you want to become, you know, all those things. And virtually all of those things have happened in uh, in our lives and in my life. And uh, I know that it's started by planting those seeds of thought in my brain when I was 14 years of age by saying, these are the things I want to be, do, have, experience, places I want to see, you know, all these kinds of things. And uh, I encourage you to do that today. Today's the 28th of December. We're a couple of days from the end of the year. Uh, this is the time of year people stop and reflect on the previous year. You know, this just passed. What happened? Did we accomplish what we had hoped to? And now we look forward to 2019, and this should be a process that you do uh, every year. We're headed to uh, our ranch house today up in the mountains, and this is a place where you completely unplug and you think and you contemplate and you ponder these things. And uh, you make these decisions that launch you on these different trajectories, these different courses throughout your life. And so... Uh, Anyway, I want to just kind of walk you through that process, some of the things that I've learned over the last 30-plus years, 40 years of goal setting, and I hope they'll be helpful to you, and uh, hopefully they'll, they'll cause you to be motivated to write down your goals for 2019, be specific about them, and put them on your, your screensaver of your phone where you see them every day and you read them and make it happen. And I want to also mention that one thing – that you can utilize that's really, really critical as you build your business this year is to get a 90-day success journal. And you can get that at otg.global and by going to the store and getting the tools there that you need. This is one of those tools that you should use four of these during 2019. And you ought to keep a string of them on your bookshelf. I've got several dozen of these binders of journals that record my daily activities the people I'm contacting, the three-way calls, how many people I'm sponsoring. And that journal will keep you on track for success in your new skin business, okay? What I'm going to talk about today is perhaps a larger picture that talks about the big goals of your life. And these goals need to be big so that they motivate you, so that they're powerful. So I'm going to share my screen with you really quick here. Uh, I believe I'm going to share my screen with you. Let me just uh, maybe go here. And find it. Hang on one second here. Uh, let's see. Which one is this? Well, 
Okay, hang on a second here. We're just going to do this again. Make sure that we run this. Okay, here we go. And hopefully uh, you'll see this. Let me just share that screen again. Okay, here we go. Okay, good. <clears throat> All right. So 700,000. Everyone has 700,000, 700, and you say 700,000 of what? Well, if you live to an average life expectancy of an adult in the United States of America today, you'll have approximately 700,000 hours in your life. Hopefully, uh, you'll spend about 233 of those, 233,000 of those hours sleeping. That would be eight hours a day. Now, I'm a guy that stands repentant because I said for many years that sleep's a waste of time and you can sleep when you're dead. And the problem is I was wrong. And so I've changed my tune personally, and I'm changing it for you as well. And that is that everybody needs to really strive to get seven to eight hours a night of great sleep. And there's a lot to sleep. You know, there's a lot to getting good sleep and setting up your room and your environment and winding down and all those things that, that I've done on previous broadcasts that are recorded. And you can get those on my YouTube channel. And I hope that you'll watch that about sleep so that you can learn some of the things I've learned about it, how important it is for rejuvenation of your body and healing and getting good restful sleep. You'll probably, if you're like a lot of people, you may spend 233,000 hours working and you may be working for somebody else. And if you did that that whole time, then that's a shame because you simply traded your life away, you exchanged time for money, and you probably never really did what you could have done had you found a better vehicle like NuSkin to allow you to leverage your time and to get multiples on those hours, not just trade them one for one in a linear fashion. Uh, hopefully you don't spend 116,000 hours watching TV. You know, the masses wanna be entertained. The successful people wanna be educated. So hopefully you'll spend those 116,000 hours educating yourself and doing some great things with that time. Everybody's got 700,000 hours. The question is, what will you do with your 700,000 hours? And you got to remember that <clears throat> time is your enemy, guys. It'll happen and it passes so fast. And so what you got to do is be cognizant and aware that you always need to be making the most of every minute of every day, that you're not wasting any time anywhere in anything that's not productive, that's not moving you towards your goals, that's not making you a better person, that's not helping you to be more grateful to the people around you. And speaking of gratitude, let's talk about the influence of friends. And this is something that I learned many years ago. This is one of the uh, favorite you know, sayings of uh, one of my good friends, Lon Wardrip, team elite major player in the business. You will become the average of your five closest friends. So be careful who you associate with on a daily basis. And you've got to teach this to your children, your nieces, your nephews, you know, people, young people in your neighborhood or in your life, you know, it is so critical, those formative years during the teenage years, who they associate with, you know, you today, it's important who you associate with, you know, are you, are you associating, are you hanging around, are you spending time with people that are, you know, more successful, more focused, more targeted, they're more fit than you are, they understand science, they understand technology, they understand marketing, psychology, you know, they understand engineering and design, they understand, uh, you know, building, recruiting, sales, you know, marketing, they understand uh, all these things maybe better than you do. 
and they can lift you in your efforts to build a real business. Um, are they more moral than you are? Do they have a, a greater, you know, true north compass than maybe you have in your life? Are they more spiritual than you are? You know, are they more emotionally balanced? Are they stronger mentally? You know, all of these things. So these are things to consider as you say to yourself, are the people that I'm hanging around every day going someplace in their life? Are they striving to move forward and become more positive, more powerful, more friendly people that can help more people in their lives? Or are these people focused on themselves? You know, they focused on them. Is it me, me, me all the time for those people? Uh, are they selfish in that way? These are people you probably want to change out. You probably want to move more away from those people if they're not willing to change uh, and, and come along with you and find people you can associate with that are not abusive. They're not abusing substances, drugs, alcohol, people. You know, they're uh, they're moving forward. They grat have gratitude and they're positive in their life. They serve other people. They lift them and help them. These are the people you want to be around, okay? Your potential. This is one of my favorite quotes uh, in my life. The greatest loss in life is the difference between human potential versus actual performance. This is something probably maybe it's obvious, maybe it's not obvious to you that uh, this is true. You have unlimited potential. You literally can accomplish anything you want to accomplish. And if you don't believe that or no one's ever told you that, then remember that I just told you that right here. You know, you're a child of God. God is all-powerful. He's unlimited. And because you're his child, you have inherited uh, that potential. And so you can do anything. You can accomplish anything. And just remember that the, there's a gap that occurs in this potential that is unlimited that you have versus what most people actually do. If you're wasting your life and you're wasting time, then you're living way below your potential. Your potential's up here. You don't want to be down here. You want to strive to push as much as you can all the time towards that potential, accomplishing more. And many times you'll get to a place where you think, I can't do any more. I'm overloaded. My plate's too full. And maybe, maybe that's the case. Maybe you need a little bit of a break. But what I have learned through my life is that your brain literally has almost unlimited capacity and that you literally can, you can take on more than you think and you can accomplish way more than you think you can accomplish. And so, what you got to do is you got to say, life's short, life will pass quickly, so you got to give really serious consideration to what you want to accomplish in your life, because whatever you focus on, you're probably going to get it, and you got to make sure you're focusing on the right things in your life. Get that clear vision, write it down. As we've heard many times, a goal not written is only a wish. I've learned over my career that human beings are great at forgetting we forget the people who've helped us through our lives. We forget the people that have made a big contribution in our lives. And we forget to be grateful to other people. And we forget what our objective is. We forget our goals many times. And so write them down, guys. Make sure you write them down because a goal not written is just a wish. It's a whim. It's just a fleeting thought. It's not going to get stuck into your subconscious mind unless you write it down and start reading it every day. All right, so this is part of knowing where you're going. If you don't know where you're going, how are you going to get there? You won't, right? You're drifting without a destination. I'll ask many people, so what are your goals? I don't know. You know, what do you want to accomplish? I don't know. You know, it's just, they're just confused. They literally have no 
understanding about where they're headed, what they need to be thinking about, what they need to be accomplishing. And so this is something that's like critical, right? Really, really important that you think about and give a lot of thought to where you're going, what you want to accomplish, and how to make that happen. Okay, uh, moving on to the next one here. Okay, uh, this is an interesting study on results. And this is a Dominican University goal-setting study. Uh, actually did happen. There's some confusion about whether these studies actually took place. This one actually happened. People that have written goals achieve significantly more than those who never write them down. That goes back to it's just a whim. It's not embedded in your subconscious mind unless you write it down. In fact, there's been quotes about a Yale uh, University study or a Harvard University study that said that people who wrote down their goals were 5% of the population. And that 5% accomplished more than the 95%. I could never find any documentation on a Harvard or a Yale study with those particular percentages. But I did find this Dominican University study, and they accomplished significantly more. And the defined term of significant is like they accomplished twice as much or three times as much as people who did not write down their goals. And I don't doubt that there's probably an inordinate equation the people that were very specific about their goals and pursuing them. Maybe some people did accomplish more than, you know, 95% of the rest of the people. I'm sure that happened. So keys to success. This has been my key, I think, one of my keys in terms of goal setting. And this is one of the nuances that people don't really understand. You've got kind of two parts to your mind. You've got this conscious mind that is what you're using right now while you're listening to this presentation but you also have your subconscious mind that is recording everything. It records everything you've ever smelled, anything you've ever heard, all the words that have run through your ears, all the things your eyes have seen, the thoughts that have gone through your head, the smells in your nose, the taste in your mouth. You know, all of these senses are gathering information all the time. Anything you've read is stored in this subconscious mind. And so <clears throat> this is a really amazing supercomputer, basically. It's like, it's like the cloud. It's like the biggest cloud in the, in the universe, right? It can store and store and store. Now, you may not consciously or actively remember everything that has ever been stored. That's not all present all the time in your conscious mind, but it is stored in your subconscious you know, memory banks, if you will. And what you got to do is you've got to put good things in there all the time. This is why it's so critical that you do this, because when you've got this most powerful computer in the world, which is your subconscious mind, if the database that you feed it, that you load it with, the data you load it with is junk, then junk's going to come out of that database, right? So this is why we got to focus on putting good things in our brain, looking at good things with our eyes, hearing good things with our ears, right? Tasting good things with our mouths, smelling good things with our noses. All these things we want to make sure we focus on the good, and it's never more important than what you're looking at, listening to, and reading, okay, that those conversations even with other people. And I've said this many times, and I'm going to repeat it today as well. There's a lot of junk out there. There's a lot of horrible garbage out there online, on the Internet, uh, in print, you know, video, those things. And you have got to – it's literally a battle, 
It's like the world's awash in a bunch of garbage out there, and people are posting a bunch of garbage. And what you don't need to listen to is a bunch of profanity. What you don't need to you know, view is a bunch of pornography. And what you don't have to engage in is a bunch of, of needless conversation, you know. And so this is why you want to focus on good things. You want to read good books. You want to watch uplifting, positive, you know, promoting videos that promote positive faith-building things in your life. And a lot of people sometimes are, are you know, hesitant or they're concerned when talking about faith and virtue and morality and the good things of life. I'm not ashamed of it, guys. It is a fact of the universe. You want to put garbage in, you're going to get garbage out. You put virtuous, positive, praiseworthy things in your brain, then you're going to get positive, you know, productive, praiseworthy things out of your brain, and you're going to get phenomenal ideas, phenomenal insights that will guide you in your life to help you become the kind of person that you want to become. That's, that's full of gratitude, that's gracious, that is um, um, principled, that is refined, that's not coarse and rough and mean uh, with other people, but is gentle and kind, who can help other people along the path. That's the kind of person who's going to become happy in their life. And so I hope that's who you want to become. And if you're going to become that, you got to focus on the good. The biggest problem we have in this world today is there's too much information. If you read, uh, you know, 10 hours a day, uh, it would take you about 400 lifetimes to read everything in the Library of Congress. So obviously, you don't have enough time to, you know, read all the junk, engage in all the garbage, dive down deep, dark rabbit holes that are just filth and, and garbage that you don't want to be part of. What you got to do is you got to fight every day to put good things in your brain, to focus on the good things to research the authors before you read a book to see if you even agree with their principles. There's no sense in even reading their material if you don't agree with their principles. So those are the things you got to do. And I'm just going to implore you to read the Bible, read scriptures every day, because those things are the lessons of the universe. They're lessons of humanity, you know, of all recorded history. And what you want to do is you want to learn the lessons of life and you want to put them and imply them in your life. <clears throat> so, Make sure you do that. So there's this unknown path that everybody's going to embark on. When you set a goal and you dream big and you don't limit your goals, you just say, this is what I want. This is what Paul J. Meyer did for me when I was 14. Think of anything you want to have, anything you want to be, anything you want to do, any place you want to visit, any experiences you want to go through, and write them down. Don't say, well, I don't have money to go to that place or I don't have time to get that education. I don't have money to get it. I don't know the right people to help me accomplish this. Don't be focused on the things you don't know. All that matters is that you set that massive big goal and you keep refining those goals every year and you say, this is what I'm going to accomplish in my life. It doesn't matter that you don't know how you're going to get there. Nobody knows exactly how they're going to accomplish a goal. The key is to set the goal. Just write it down. And as you write it down and you read it every day, that subconscious mind will start to take all of those data points that you've forgotten, that you're not even thinking about in your conscious mind. It'll take all those data points, and the day will come, it will start connecting those dots in the, in the subconscious mind, and that will bring that memory into your conscious mind, and the path will be made known to you. It'll be shown to you 
the path you need to take. There is never a straight line from point A to point B, from the where you're at today to that that big, hairy, audacious goal that you've set that you know you want to accomplish in your life. That pathway is going to be full of right turns and left turns, detours, you know, construction zones, right? It's going to be full of ups and downs and overs and unders. Sometimes you're going to have to just blast straight through obstacles to move forward on your path to get to the goal that you have set, okay? But the path will be made known, and it's exercising that faith. And we all exercise faith in anything that we're trying to accomplish that is out in the future that we're not there yet. We're believing that we're going to get there, and that's what you got to do. You have to learn how to just simply believe. Just say to yourself, I can do it, okay? Say to yourself, I got this. I can make it happen. That's where faith starts, is just a kernel of belief, just a small desire that you want to go and do that, and you believe you can go put one foot in front of the other. And if that belief is only big enough to take you today, take you through today, to to pick up the phone and make that phone call, to talk to that person you haven't talked to yet, you know, all of those little things, those little steps add up. And many of you have heard the description that what you do when you are stepping into the darkness is you take that step. You don't know for sure if there's even a floor for your foot to land on. But as you start to strike your heel, the pathway illuminates. You take the next step, and as that foot moves forward, the pathway illuminates. You take the next step, the pathway illuminates. You start to see the path ahead, and you learn to walk by faith. And that faith is what will propel you forward to help you achieve significant goals in your life. So try it. Put it to the experiment, and you will see what I'm talking about, okay? All right. So here's what you're going to do. You're suggesting to your subconscious mind the reality, the ultimate reality that will be the culmination of your goal. And that's what you do every day is you read your goals. You know, you put them on your phone, guys. They're right there, right? You, make, you write them down, you take a picture, you make it your screensaver on your phone because there's nothing you'll look at more every day than this. It's been said you do it about every 25 seconds on average. Every day people seem to pick up their phone. They've got that habit and trying to see what, what, it, what is there, some notification. It's more a habit of being distracted. So what I want you to do is be distracted and see your goals every time that screensaver comes up to remind you to stay focused. So... See those goals, but that's not enough just to see them on your phone. I want you in the morning when you're doing your journaling or you're pondering, you're writing down things for the day in your 90-day journal, I want you to consciously go back and read your goals for the month, for the week, for the day, for the year, and I want you to read them, and you got to write those goals as if they have happened. You know, it's now, it's now December of 2019. I'm a team elite in New Skin Enterprises. I've accomplished that by taking consistent daily action towards my my goal of being a team elite by this day and this time. And so when you write them down and you read them as if they've happened, you're suggesting to your subconscious mind that ultimate reality that is the accomplishment of that goal. Try it. It's very powerful. I started doing this when I was 14. As I mentioned, I listened to that audio tape from Paul J. Myers, and then I uh, I did it. I took a three-by-five card out of my mother's recipe box down in our kitchen, and I wrote on that card my two main goals as a 14-year-old teenager who, whose big goal in his life was to play 
major college football. And the problem was I was six feet, one inch tall, and I weighed 120 pounds. I was really tall and really skinny, and I was going to get killed unless I put on some weight. And so I put two goals. I drew a line down the middle of that three-by-five card, uh, long-wise, and on the top of one column I put body weight, and on the top of the other column I put bench press, which was, was a measure of how much weight I could bench press that was a measure of my upper body strength. I went to a youth uh, recreational facility in my neighborhood where they bring in youth to keep them off the street and teach them boxing or weightlifting or basketball, and I, I chose weightlifting. I ran into some people there that said, son, you're going to get killed if you try to play, play football as skinny as you are. you got to start working out. you got to lift weights every day. got to eat everything in sight, eat everything your parents will give you, and then some. you got to start drinking protein drinks. You go down to this health food store and you get this protein powder, you blend it up in your blender with raw eggs, and you drink it every day, and that's what you do. And this is what I did, and uh, I took it very seriously, and I read that goal every day because I took that three-by-five card, and I stuck it on the dresser in my bedroom where my clothes were, were stored, and I read that goal every single day when I got out of bed, and I read that goal every day when I went to bed at night. I saw it first thing in the morning, last thing at night. That was my dominating thought in my brain, and so I did it. And uh, I started crossing out those goals, and I wrote the next 10 pounds. And I wrote 130 pounds, 140, 150, 160, 170, 180, 190, 200, 210, 220 on body weight. And on bench press, I kept striking them out, and I kept writing new numbers all the way up into the, the 400s. And that's what I ultimately was able to eventually bench press as I got much bigger and much stronger over the next three and a half years. So from 14 up through 17, 17 and a half, when I was a senior in high school, I actually did put on 100 pounds of body from 120 to 220 pounds. I got recruited. I was able to achieve my goal of playing major Division I college football. I played with the likes of Jim McMahon and Mark Wilson and a lot of these famous quarterbacks that played in the NFL, a lot of other guys that played in the NFL. Uh, I never went to the NFL probably because I didn't write that down as my goal. I moved on to other, other goals that were more important to me, but I did achieve my goal of gaining weight, playing major college football, and, and getting strong enough to do that. And people don't believe that, but, you know, there's a picture of me. Yes, that's me at about 230 pounds, and that's not a girlfriend. I, I couldn't get one at the time. That's my sister, and uh, you can see that I was sporting about a 21-inch neck at that point in time, and I, I weighed a lot. People uh, think I don't know how to tie a tie, but I do. Uh, that is because my neck was so big that the tie wasn't long enough to create a tie that would touch my belt buckle. So I look a little out of sorts there. Uh, that's my mother and my sister and me. And you can see I had a lot of muscle at the time when I was uh, doing that. Here's me and a couple of friends. And uh, they called me No Neck Nate because I just didn't seem to have much of a neck. Went straight from my ears to my traps to my shoulders and so forth. And so uh, anyway, a lot of fun. Um, so I learned a lot from that experience. And this quote from Leonardo da Vinci really is apropos at this point, I think, in our discussion about goals. Obstacles cannot crush me. Every obstacle yields to stern resolve. Are you committed? Do you have stern resolve? He who is fixed to a star does not change, change his mind. You know, are you fixed to that goal? It's like your star 
It's like the, the place you're going to go that no one thinks you can go. You're going to accomplish these amazing things. Yeah, for all ages of time, successful people that we even know their names today, like Leonardo da Vinci, are people that are extraordinary, did unbelievable things in their lives. And it's because they set goals. You know, they fix themselves to the star that they wouldn't compromise on. Michelangelo, another world-famous figure from ages past that is so unique and so powerful that we know who he is today, right? Quote, the great danger for most of us is not that our aim is too high and we miss it, but that it is too low and we reach it. Wow, that is potent, right? So don't aim low, guys. Aim high. Make big-time crazy goals. You know, this is this is something that actually... You know, I wanted to achieve. I, I actually wrote it down as one of those many things when I was 14 years old when I listened to that audio tape and Paul J. Myers said, don't think you don't have the money. Don't think, well, I can't do that. From, from the time I was a little kid, I wanted to be a pilot. And it took me a long time. I didn't start doing flying lessons until I was 45 years of age. But I finally decided to bite the bullet, bought an airplane, hired an instructor, and just started going for it. And ultimately, I ended up having this airplane, which was the first jet that I owned. And now I ended up having this one that I love to fly, love to be a pilot. It's challenging. I love doing it. And uh, these are some of the people in my life. Uh, one of the guys who really helped me with my new skin business, Scott Malone, I'll be forever grateful for him and his involvement in the downline of what he did. And we went for a little ride the other day as well. All right. So in wrapping up here, these are some of the, the summaries, I guess, that are the greatest things that I've learned in my 30-year career of New Skin about goal setting. And this was one uh, that I came across, not sure exactly uh, where I got this one, to be honest with you, who the author is, but this is totally true. This is the process of change. This is the process, if you'll do these things through your life, you'll be amazed what happens. Watch your thoughts, because they will become your words. Everything starts with your thoughts, right? James Allen says that your mind is like a garden, and you got to be careful what you plant in the garden because that's what you'll harvest. You don't want to plant a bunch of weeds and noxious plants and dangerous things. You want to plant positive, powerful things in the garden of your mind. You know, the greatest news for human beings is that we can change our future by changing our thoughts. That's true. That's it. It's about thinking differently. It's about reading great books. It's about being inspired by other people, watching broadcasts like this. So change the way you think. Erase negativity from your life. You know, think positive things. Believe that anything is possible for you. And if you, if you have the right kind of thoughts and you're thinking those thoughts every morning as you're pondering and journaling and writing down, you know, what you're going to accomplish in your life, then you'll start to verbalize those things. You'll say them out loud as you read those goals, right? And as you verbalize those words, then they will become your actions. So watch your thoughts. They become your words. Watch your words. They will become your actions. If you say things enough times, then you will act on them. You'll take the actions necessary to accomplish those, those words. Watch your actions. They become your habits. If an action's repeated over and over again, enough times it'll become a habit. And habits are powerful. Watch your habits because they become your character, right? Let's talk about that for a second. There's really two kinds of habits. There's bad habits and there's good habits, right? 
Bad habits will make you a slave. The good habits will become your servants. Okay, bad habits would be smoking, you know, drugs, alcohol, all these things, uh, verbally abusing people, physically, unfortunately, abusing people, um, you know, negative thinking. You know, if that is your habit, then that's going to become your character. That's who you are. And it's not going to be a pretty ending, right? If you have great habits, like you get up at 5 a.m. and you spend an hour you know, reading great things and filling your mind with positive stuff and journaling and pondering. You spend the next hour exercising and getting ready for your day, and then you prepare and go out and attack it, and you're in a peak state, right? If that, if those become your habits, then you're going to become a totally different person in this life. And watch your character because that becomes your destiny. That's what people think of you. That's how they remember you. And so you want to leave great thoughts. You want to inspire people. You want to inspire your family, your children, grandchildren, nieces, nephews, people around you, kids in your life, right? People you're associating with, those five closest friends, you want to be lifting and lifting them all the time. Here's one of my favorite poems. Um, not sure exactly who the author of this one is either. I, I think I used to know, but probably it's stuck back there in my subconscious mind someplace, and I'm not, I'm not getting it uh, right in front of me right now, but... Uh, this is a, a great poem. This is paraphrased, not the whole poem, but these are the points that I think are really critical. Concerning all knack, all, let's start that over. Concerning all acts of initiative and creation, there is but one elementary truth. So, you know, certainly building a global distribution system through this amazing new skin company that I've been part of for 30 years is definitely an act of initiative and creation. If there is one, that is one of them right there. And everybody has an act of initiative and creation in your own life. If you're going to try to accomplish anything big time, powerful, meaningful, you know, big, hairy, audacious goals, right? That is definitely an act of initiative and creation. So you want to you want to understand that that's the act. And there's one elementary truth when this happens, that the moment, the very moment one definitely commits oneself, then providence moves to. So the moment you definitely commit, like this is where you burn the bridges. There is no retreat. There's only go forward in your life. The moment you definitely commit that you're going to do it and you put yourself in a place where you have to do it, right? Then and only then providence moves to. So providence to me is my God in heaven, okay? That's my Heavenly Father. Maybe for you, it's the Great Spirit. Maybe for you, it's the, the universe. You know, it's the power of the universe or whatever. Okay? Then providence moves to. It's like all these unseen powers come to aid you in achieving your goal, right? So all sorts of ev events begin to occur, which otherwise would never have occurred, and which no man could dream would come his way. And this has been my experience with multiple different goals that I've written down in my life, made a full commitment to those things, then providence moved to, and all sorts of events begin to occur. You know, people get placed in your path. You meet people that you can't even imagine that they've joined your team, and it gets better and better and better. All sorts of events begin to occur, which otherwise would never have occurred, and which no man could dream would come his way. So I hope this has been helpful to you. Um, good luck on your journey, uh, not just in New Skin, but in life. Um, the last year here, I've tried to record 
most of the of the critical key components of this business of network marketing. Uh, you can find them on my YouTube channel uh, from here going forward. And I've thoroughly enjoyed uh, doing these broadcasts. I cannot say that I've enjoyed every day of trying to accomplish my goals in the NewSkin uh, opportunity. There's been some really hard, difficult times. But if you just keep putting one foot in front of the other, then you can accomplish those goals in this business and in your life. And I wish everybody the very best. So signing off, everybody. It's been great. Thank you so much. And uh, have a great day. Have a great uh, end of year, a great goal-setting function, okay? And, and we'll talk to you someplace, uh, somewhere in the future. Bye-bye. I so hope you enjoyed that final speech from Nathan Ricks. It was full of wisdom. Truth is truth. Truth is truth. Truth is truth. Wisdom is wisdom. You know, our industry seems to be very focused on the quickest, fastest, easiest way to get where we want to go. A lot of people are more focused on making money than they are building a real business. Uh, you know, he's an example of what can happen when you get in front of the right trend, right company at the right time and go to work and apply the right principles and concepts and ideas. The last thing that I want you to think about this week as we end this podcast And it really is kind of chilling for me. But as Nathan said, the moment, the moment one commits oneself, providence moves to all kinds of people and places and circumstances enter your life that you could have never imagined happening. And I know over my life that's been very, very true. And as many of you know, you know, the day that I committed to these podcasts and to the network marketing profession, uh, August of 2015, a lot has really happened since that point, And a lot will continue to happen. A lot of doors have opened and things have come together that I'm beyond excited about. But I really believe that a lot of us, you know, I was committed when I got started after my first three years of wanting to quit every day. Once I really started to understand the leadership development paradigm shift from that point on, I was 1000% committed until 2000. And in 2000, when I semi-retired, uh, and then just started speaking at different events and consulting and training for multiple organizations and companies. You know, network marketing support services, it opened up a door that I'd never intended on even opening or ever really wanted to participate in. I mean, for me, most of my career, everything that we were doing, everything that we were teaching was closed to our organization. And obviously the world's changed. A lot of things are changing. It's going to continue to change at a faster pace than we can even imagine. But in August of 2015, I'll never forget when I came downstairs and I told Don, I said, you know what? The rest of my life, I'm going to focus to do the very best of my ability to spread wisdom, systems, and truth, wisdom of the ages, 
to the network marketing business model, to people within the network marketing profession, because there needs to be more voices of reason in this profession. And so with that, it was just an absolute pleasure to share Nathan's, I guess we'll call it farewell speech, uh, after a very, very long and successful career helping a lot of people in New Skin. And I think that should be the goal for each and every person that listens to this podcast. When life is to be lived forward, understood, looking backwards, and when it's all said and done, how many lives did you really affect in a positive way on your journey? And this profession is so much more than about filling your pockets. It's about making an impact. And I know many of you that listen to this podcast every week totally understand that. I hope you enjoyed this session. I've never met Nathan. Uh, I look forward to the opportunity to meet him at some point. And I appreciate Dan McCormick so much for sharing this video and giving me the opportunity to see it this morning and you guys the opportunity to hear it on this podcast. This is Dale Calvert. You guys have an awesome day, night, wherever you are in the world. I'll talk to you next week on another session of the MLMSuccess.com podcast. And you can go check us out if you want at MLMSuccess.com. There's some resources there in every podcast that we've done. You can click and listen to very easily online. And there's some stories there that you definitely don't want to miss. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, Wisdom of the Ages training, or answers to your questions.